Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. Today is Tuesday, March 2nd. And you guys, I've got a huge announcement today. Big things are happening with the St. John family. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. for tuning in today and finding me at my little corner of the internet. This is Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. A couple things before we dive into my little announcement and uh, what I want to talk to you guys about today. First of all, yesterday we began a brand new study at Mom Strong International. And for the next two months, we're going to be going through my book, Becoming Mom Strong, and the accompanying Bible study that goes along with it. And so for the past several years, we've been teaching right through the Word of God. We've studied Revelation. We we just finished the book of Titus, which was an awesome study. We've talked about traits of false teachers. We've talked about what it means to walk in obedience, what it means to love your families well. And for the next couple of months, we're going to do something that we haven't done before, at least not officially at MomStrong International, and that is to go over the books that I wrote, which really did start off the whole thing. So Becoming MomStrong was released in 2017. If you haven't picked up that book and you want to go through it with us, it's Becoming Mom Strong: How to Fight with All That's in You for Your Family and Your Faith. And that really was the catalyst for us starting Mom Strong International and really just getting you guys engaged in the culture. And you know me, I believe that we've got to get off of the bench and onto the battlefield. And Becoming Mom Strong really was my rally cry to say, "Listen, You guys, you are raising a very special generation of children, and it does require a very special generation of mothers. It requires a special generation of fathers, people who are committed to rightly dividing God's word, to raising their children, to understand God's word and be able to walk in it. And what happens when we walk in God's word is that we begin to walk in wisdom. And we have never needed to walk in wisdom more than we need it right now. And a lot of you guys are watching what's happening in the culture. I certainly am, you know, watching with a fair degree of frustration and angst. Many of you have been watching as the House of Representatives passed what's known as the Equality Act. And that happened just a couple of days ago. My husband and I were actually in uh, traveling when that happened. We were in Colorado Springs uh, recording for Focus on the Family. And then we were in Virginia for a series of meetings. And then on the weekend, I spoke at the Glasgow Farm, which was wonderful. So great to meet a bunch of you out there this last weekend. But as you guys have noticed, the radical left in this country, the Democrats, really, it's synonymous with the radical left, right? It's They're two sides of the same coin now. But they have passed now through the House of Representatives something called the Equality Act. And you guys, this is something that should concern you. This will do nothing to further equality in this country. We are actually going backward. We're going backward so fast, it's making my head spin. I saw a priest the other day say that Joe Biden was the most anti-Catholic president in American history. I don't know why he calls himself a Catholic. He certainly isn't standing for what the Catholics stand for, starting with the issue of life. But when the left is involved, up is down, down is up. They're trying to hijack the language to make you feel foolish because you believe in such a notion as male and female. And so the Equality Act would end federal recognition of complementary male and female sex in favor of gender identity, which we know is patently absurd on its face. 
right? We know that we are made male and female. Now, are there people who are confused? Yes. Is is gender dysphoria a real affliction? Yes. And I these are people with severe mental issues that are causing them anguish and my heart goes out to them. But the answer to that is not to say, well, I guess the person with the mental illness is right and the rest of us are wrong. No, male and female is an actual thing. And the House of Representatives right now has just said, oh, no, it's not. It doesn't matter. The bill would eliminate the traditional right of privacy of women and girls in public facilities in favor of gender identity, which means that a 56-year-old dude who thinks that he's a woman can go into your little girl's locker room or your little girl's restroom and use the facilities and no one can tell him he can't be there. This is absurd and it's dangerous. The Equality Act would eviscerate women's and girls' sports. Thank you so much to the Joe Biden administration, which on the days that he can remember his own name and not mess it up, is doing everything he can to eviscerate and erase women from sports. Right. You guys have seen recently that there was a guy who participated in a wrestling match. And of course, he won. Right. Because men and women are not the same. We are different. We are biologically different. Physiologically, we're different. Emotionally, we're different. We are different. And this idea that we are not different and somehow we're going to be able to wave a magic wand and say the word zur or change our pronouns, which is ridiculous. Oh, my word. I can't believe we're having these conversations. But we are because the radical left is now in control of this nation. The Equality Act is going to be used to mandate school curricula that will affirm and promote sexual orientation and gender identity abuse. This is already happening. You guys have been hearing me talk about comprehensive sex education for several years. And parents say, oh, that's not in my child's school. Yes, it is. And if by some miracle it's not in your child's school, the Equality Act will ensure that it is there. I noted a study the other day, I'll try to find it and link back to it in the show notes today, but basically just talking about the rapid and alarming rise of children, young people, teenagers, but particularly young children who are now identifying as gender neutral. And it is directly in correlation to what these kids are being brainwashed with in the school system. The schools were set up to teach reading, writing, and arithmetic. And now they're teaching gender identity, they're teaching homosexuality, they're talking to kids about everything under the sun that should be the purview of their parents, right? And speaking of parents, the Equality Act is going to be used to remove custody rights from parents who refuse to have their minor children undergo transgender medical interventions and procedures. You guys should be calling your senators right now. This is ridiculous. Dr. Levine, a transgender activist who now has ascended to one of the highest positions of authority in our land, thanks to the Biden administration, this Dr. Levine goes by the name of Rachel, clearly a man who uh, wants to be seen as a woman. And when he was questioned by Rand Paul last week in front of the Senate, I mean, he basically refused to answer the question. So Dr. Paul said, will you say that it is wrong to give cross-sex hormones and offer surgery options to young people who are at risk. In other words, children who are street children, children who are at risk because of mental issues or whatever it is. And this supposed Rachel Levine would not answer, absolutely refused to answer the question, saying instead that should he be promoted to this incredible position of authority in the United States, that he'd be happy to have a private conversation with Dr. Rand in his office because why he knows that'll be off the record. This is criminal. And I said it a long time ago, and I'm going to keep saying it, that people who are pushing 
cross-sex hormones and mastectomies for girls as young as 13 and 14 years old because these kids are suffering from gender dysphoria. These people that are pushing these things on children should go to prison for what they're doing. Studies show that the vast majority of kids who suffer and struggle with gender dysphoria, will it will be resolved on its own with counseling and encouragement and proper intervention, helping these kids be comfortable in the bodies that they were born with, these things will resolve themselves by the time the children turn around 18, 19 years old. But instead of doing that, we're making it worse. Since the Equality Act exempts itself from religious freedom, from the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, religious schools, that so we're talking to Christian schools right now, uh, hospitals, I'm thinking of Portland Adventist Hospital in Portland, Oregon, and adoption agencies, Christian adoption agencies could face federal sanctions for upholding the teachings that they have always held to with regard to life, human sexuality, and marriage under this legislation. This is devastating to people of conscience and people of faith. The Equality Act's text that names a form of, quote, discrimination on the basis of pregnancy, you guys listen to how wicked this is, would be used to punish healthcare providers who refuse to perform an abortion or to outlaw policies that ban funding for the procedure. You guys, we need new representation in Washington, D.C. We need it now more than we have ever needed it. A couple of weeks ago, my family and I have been asking you guys for prayer, and you probably already heard my announcement on social media, but after a month of praying and really seeking the Lord after several, several, several people called us and asked us if we would consider running for the U.S. House of Representatives, my husband and I made the decision about two weeks ago to go ahead and enter the race for Jamie Herrera-Butler's seat in the 3rd Congressional District here in Washington State. So you heard it here. Heidi St. John is running for Congress. What's happening in the House of Representatives right now is a disgrace. And we need new representation in Washington, D.C. We need ordinary people who have started businesses and raised families and actually lived life with the, quote, commoners to represent us in the House of Representatives. And what's happening is we've got radical leftists and elitists, people who have been in D.C. forever and ever, amen, who are there to push a radical left agenda, move us away from the founding of our nation and make our country so that it is literally unrecognizable. That's what we're up against right now. And running for Congress was nothing that we took lightly, my family and I. I want you guys to kind of hear the process because we need your help for one thing. And you guys can find out more. You can go to HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. A lot of you guys asking if I'm going to keep doing my podcast. The answer is yes. I love talking to you guys. I love hearing from you. Tomorrow we're going to spend all day, maybe Wednesday too, answering your questions. You may have noticed that last week was mostly filled with guests. That was because I was traveling all over the country with my husband, going to a series of meetings and speaking at events. But I want to walk you guys through how we came to the conclusion that God would want us to be involved in civic government. And the Equality Act is just one of the devastating things that is happening right now coming out of our nation's capital. And by the way, three Republicans voted for it. So you think, oh, it's only the radical left. No, it's pushed by the radical left. But absolutely, three Republicans voted to pass this. Tom Reed, Brian Fitzpatrick, and John Katko. Those guys need to be voted out. They need to be voted out. The rhinos need to be voted out. This is a personal attack on our children. It's an affront against people of faith. 
And as we prayed over this, I'll tell you, my, my first response really was to be like, oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to do that. We've seen what happens to people in politics right now, and I, and I believe that it's by design. Anybody that, that dares to stick their head out there and say, hey, I've got an idea, or what about this, and let's talk about that, that's how this nation was created. We are a republic, a representative republic by the people, of the people, and for the people. Except for, by and large, the ordinary citizens of this nation are not being represented in Washington, D.C. anymore. And so my husband and I began to pray about it, little conversations that we would have over coffee in the morning, trying to decide if this was something that the Lord would want us to do. And honestly, you guys, I've, I've kind of been joning it a little bit. <laughs> I was like, oh, the Lord called me to Nineveh? No, no, no. Tarshish looking real good this time of year. I think I'll go there instead. I think I'd rather be there. But the Lord in his mercy has continued to sort of move us in the direction that he wants us to go. And so one of the first things we did was we got together with all of our adult children, at least all the ones that we could reach. We have one uh, one of our kids is living in Seattle right now. It's a little bit harder to, to meet with him in person. But I invited a former state representative to come and just have lunch with my family after church on a Sunday. My adult kids, my uh, my son-in-law was there. And I asked her, you know, Tell us what we're up against. And boy, I'll tell you what, she scared us to death. All the different things that people try to do to people when they run for Congress. I've already seen things out on the internet printed about me that are patently false. And I thought for sure, and so did my husband, that the kids are going to say, no, we don't want our mom doing that. You know, our mom's already sort of out there. The, uh, the attacks that I get on a regular basis are astonishing. Several years ago, we used to travel around the country. A lot of you guys may remember this. And we pulled, you know, sort of a white uh, cargo trailer and it had the name of our business on it, had my name on it. And uh, it was great for the first three or four years. But then we started getting messages from people that would see our trailer, like on the interstate out in Tennessee or near Chicago. And they started sending messages to us via our Facebook pages and wherever else they could. And they were threatening messages. We know where you are online. We know where your children are. Better be careful. And so we took the lettering off of our vehicles in the interest of the safety of our family. It's rough out there. And I thought for sure that when the kids heard how hard it would be, in fact, one of our uh, friends who's in Washington, D.C. on a regular basis called us up and said, congratulations, you guys have officially stepped into the realm of the demonic. And it makes you shake in your boots. But you know what, you guys? Here's what I know for sure. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. And as it turns out, our kids have the same belief that we do. Because after about two hours of talking to this uh, former state representative, our kids were like, Mom, we think that you were born for this. Mom and Dad, you guys have a very unique call on your life. And they're right about that. But I still thought, since I was so sure that they were going to say, oh, no, we don't want you to do that. I hadn't thought much past that because I thought this will be great. My kids will say no, and that'll be the end of it. And then a few days later, we heard Eric Metaxas speak at Pastor Jack Hibbs Church in uh, Southern California. And he was saying that this was a Bonhoeffer moment for the church and not a Bonhoeffer moment for Christians. You guys, our nation is at the precipice right now. I've been talking about this for years. We are at the jumping off place. And what we are going to jump off to, should we go any farther? toward the edge is Marxism, and ultimately it is communism. And after we heard Eric Metaxas, it was on a Sunday, and after that, our family, because we had been snowed in that weekend, was wonderful. We had like two feet of snow, hardly ever happens. And 
we decided, well, we would go out in the living room and, and just worship the Lord together as a family. So our daughter, Sierra, took to the piano and my husband was playing guitar and I was pulling up on my Bible app, just pulling up verses to read out loud in between singing. And this is what I pulled up out of Psalms 18. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity, you show integrity. To the pure, you show yourself pure, but to the crooked, you show yourself shrewd. You rescue the humble, but you humiliate the proud. You light a lamp for me. The Lord my God lights up my darkness. In your strength, I can crush any army. With my God, I can scale any wall. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock. God arms me with strength and he makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle. He strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. You have given me your shield of victory. Your right hand supports me. Your help has made me great. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. And as Jay and I continued to talk to people, I called my friend, Pastor Phil Hopper in uh, Lee Summit, Missouri. I said, here's what's going on. We talked to our friends, the Lamberts. The Bible says that wisdom is found in the counsel of many. And so we approached many people here in the community and around the nation that we love and respect. And we said, this is what's happening. And we talked to the staff at the Homeschool Resource Center, because obviously this is a huge shift for our family, right? And it puts us more out there than we have ever been before. But I've spent my life telling people to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. And this time the Lord is saying, hey, Heidi and Jay, you guys get off the bench and onto the battlefield. You do it. You go first. You do it now. And I'm hoping that what that by Jay and I getting out there, that this is going to empower a whole bunch of you. I hope that as we lead by example, a whole bunch of you are going to be going, I can do that too. If Heidi St. John, a mother of seven and a grandma, can do the thing that scares her more than anything else in the world and say, we're going to get out there and throw our hat into the ring. You guys, who is speaking for our children in Washington, D.C.? Nobody. No one. Our children are under attack. Our borders are under attack. We have a person in the White House right now who is literally hell-bent on taking this nation down a path that will lead to absolute destruction. And I intend to go to Washington, D.C., should the Lord allow it, and be a voice that says, no, no more. It is time for patriots and time for Christians to go on the offense. We have spent all of our lives, I feel like, on defense. And yet we know that if the Lord is for us, who can be against us? And either we believe it or we don't. And so after much prayer, over a month of praying, after talking to everybody that we knew, after praying with our children and talking with our pastor and other pastors that we know and respect, we know that this is the direction that God has us. And today I'm going to ask you guys to pray for our family. It's interesting. We're finding out a lot of interesting things, and I'm going to chronicle what it's like to run for office. I've never done it before. I love politics. I've been campaigning for, for people. You guys know my support for President Trump, the most pro-life president in the history of our nation, done more for our national security and more to prosper this nation economically than any president in recent memory. And I learned my love of politics from my granddad, who also was a pastor. And believed that Christians should be in the public square. 
And when I was young, my my grandpa took me out uh, door knocking for Ronald Reagan. You know, I look back and I, man, I wish I would have kept, I had a big button. I think the, the button was bigger than the lapel on my little jacket. You know, picture of Ronald Reagan in a cowboy hat. My granddad was a cowboy and he loved that. But he he just drilled into me that this country was a beautiful, wonderful experiment in giving its citizens freedom. And we are watching our freedoms be taken away from us one piece of legislation at a time. And it needs to stop and it needs to stop now. And so the St. John's, I hope, are going to Washington, D.C. And you guys can support us. You can go to HeidiStJohnForCongress.com and you will find out information about our run. We need all kinds of support. We need financial support very much. I have been shocked to find out how expensive campaigns are. You don't think about how much it costs to send out a mail or how much it costs to start a website. It's expensive. And uh, I would be representing Washington's 3rd Congressional District. It's a pretty big piece of land here in Washington State. And I'm excited to get to know more of the people that live here. Jay and I have been living and working here for uh, most of our married life. And we care about the people that live here. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm sick and tired of watching people go to Washington, D.C. and stay there and get fat and happy and serve term after term after term after term after term. And they lose touch with the people that they represent. I have no intention of going to Washington, D.C. to stay there. Frankly, my grandkids uh, are here and my kids are here and the life that we've built and love is here. And we consider this to be a wartime appointment. And we will be praying should the Lord allow us to prevail that for however long he wants me to serve, maybe two or three terms, that as those uh, terms come to an end, that God will be raising up somebody else. I believe the founding fathers meant for the people that move in legislative circles here and as representatives of government for the people, that it was meant to be like a relay race. And I intend to pass the baton on to somebody else. I don't intend to go and stay. And so we need your prayers. We need your financial support. Again, HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. You guys can sign up to be part of our prayer team. If you're here locally, you can sign up to help us go door knocking. There's a lot of things that are going to need to happen. This race is already garnering national attention and uh, the stakes are high. In fact, I would say they've never been higher. And I'm hoping that every single one of you listening to this right now would begin to pray and ask the Lord, Father, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? How can I serve you? and serve the community in your name. And the Lord will show you you guys, there are school board openings right now all around Washington State. Now they're all around the country. Run for school board, run for city council, get on the library boards for goodness sake. There are places for you to get involved and, and the world needs your voice and children need to hear from voices of reason that would protect them from material that is both beyond their understanding and geared towards skewing their view of the world that they live in that was created by God. These kids are precious to God. And you guys, we have a responsibility right now to stand in the gap. And so again, I'm just asking for you guys for your help. I'm asking for your financial support. Anybody who's listening to this, if if you are saying, yep, I I agree, we need your help. We need your financial support. HeidiStJohnForCongress.com is the website. And more than anything, we covet your prayers. It's going to take boots on the ground. It's going to take an army. But I keep reading, you know, in the Psalms that with my God, I can scale any wall. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world, right? And God has called us to be salt and light. There's a world out there that's hurting right now, and we're not helping it by sitting out and being afraid. And frankly, you guys, I think that's what keeps people from doing it. That's what was keeping me from doing it. That's That was my Jonah moment. Like I said a few minutes ago when I was like, you know what, Lord, anything else. 
I'm, I'll speak the truth on the podcast. I'll, I'll write, I'll travel and speak, but please don't call me into government. Please don't call me into running for office because I watch what people on the left do and it's vicious and it's wrong and it's a scare tactic and it keeps people from stepping up because they know what's going to happen. And so we did not enter into this lightly. We understand that the stakes are high, but we know that God can protect us. And uh, I have appreciated you guys listening to this podcast for eight years as we've been talking about these issues. You guys have heard Jay and I talk about everything from uh, parenting to marriage to education to the news and what's happening in the country and what's happening around the world. And I believe that this is the cry of this generation from the Lord of Heaven's armies. Get off the bench and get on to the battlefield. We love you guys. We love hearing from you. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, there's a form at HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. You can fill that out. And we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear how the Lord's moving in your life. If you'd like to ask a question and have it answered here at the podcast, you know how to do that, you guys, right? HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. That's how you do it. Or you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Heidi St. John forward slash message. And you can leave us a voicemail. Speaking of leaving voicemails, uh, tomorrow for sure, Wednesday, March 3rd, which is my birthday. <laughs> Uh, I will be taking your questions at the show. We'll be playing some of your voicemails and answering some of your questions. We love hearing from you. We love hearing what God is doing in your life. You guys, I understand that the world is upside down. I know a lot of you are afraid. I know that the spirit of fear is uh, falling on this nation like a cold, wet blanket. And the antidote to panic is praise. And the antidote to worry is worship. I saw an interesting, kind of a funny article in the Seattle Times. It was written the other day and it had me in it and uh basically just mocking me for being a Christian, right? And they're saying, you know, Heidi St. John is a, you know, a Christian homeschool mom who spends a lot of her time warning people about Satan, you know, it's trying to, to mock me. And, and I was like, I hope a lot of people read that and actually start thinking there's got to be more to this life than what we've got right now. There really is good and evil. And we got a nation that's searching for hope and change. That's how we got Barack Obama for two terms, right? But hope and change is never going to be found in a president. It's found in a living, breathing relationship with the one who made us in his image and the one who loves us. That relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, it's what, my, it's what changed my life and the lives of tens of millions of other people. I intend to continue just to represent the Lord well and hopefully to represent a whole lot of people from Washington State well too. So thanks, you guys, for listening. Please share this podcast. Share it on your social media platforms. Let people know, hey, this woman's running for Congress, Heidi St. John, homeschool mom of seven and a grandma, and I'm running for Congress. So you guys, we appreciate your support, and we love you so much. Thank you for uh, continuing to support this podcast financially. Thank you for everything you guys are doing. It means more to us than you will ever know. We read all of your emails and we are so very grateful. We love you guys. I hope you have a great afternoon. Love your families well. And I'll see you back here tomorrow answering your questions at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.